be attentive. second prophets, third teachers, then wonders of miracles, then help healers, helpers, administrators, speakers in various kinds of tongues. Are all prophets, are all teachers, do all work miracles, do all possess gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you a still more excellent way. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful. It is not arrogant or rude. Love does not insist on its own way. It does not. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrong, but rejoices in the right. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Peace be to you, the reader. Hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be to all. And to your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Matthew. Let us be attentive. That time when Jesus came to the other side, to the country of the Gergesenes, two demoniacs met him, coming out of the tombs, so fierce that no one would pass that way. And behold, they cried out, What have you to do with us, Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a herd of many swine was feeding at some distance from them, and the demons begged him, If you cast us out, send us away into the herd of swine. And he said to them, Go. So they came and went into the herd of swine, and behold, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and perished in the waters. The herdsmen fled, and going into the city, they told everything and what had happened to the demoniacs. And behold, all the city came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave their neighborhood. And getting into the boat, he crossed over and came to his own city.
of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Good morning. I was tempted a little bit to speak to you this morning a little bit on the uh, gospel passage that we just read, but I felt that what I wanted to share with you this morning is going to touch upon that a little bit. I'll simply say that regarding the gospel, it amazes me how, well, on one level it amazes me how ungracious people can be and how we can be at times with uh, all that our Lord does for us. And um, I suppose the herdsmen of the flock of pigs or the herd of pigs um, were obviously much more upset by the fact that they had just lost all their livelihood than the fact that uh, these demoniacs had gained their right state of mind, uh, men who were suffering terribly. So it's, on the one hand, it's probably not surprising because I think this is something that's maybe all too common and something that we ourselves participate in, but certainly it's exemplified by these herdsmen that these two men who they knew about, who people feared and wouldn't even go near them, uh, they were freed of that torment. And this is something to rejoice about. They didn't go back into their neighborhood rejoicing, saying, hey, let me tell you about these two demoniacs who were healed, and let's give glory to God for this miracle. But they went back into the city and they said that this man caused all of our herd to go down into the water, into the lake and drown. And then when they came to Jesus, they told him to get out. To leave their city. So I think in some ways we have to be careful not to point the finger at them as uh, ingracious, but I think we have to look at ourselves maybe and see where we're like that at times and, and make that correction. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels but do not have love, I become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all the mysteries, and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give all of my possessions away to feed the poor, and even if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, none of those things profit me. Love is patient. When we show patience, we allow a person to grow and oftentimes heal. Whereas impatience gives birth to contempt, and it can lead to conflict, and it can truly cause harm in the heart of another person. Love is kind. There's a gentleness, there's a softness and a warmth about it. Love is not jealous, because jealousy comes from fear, and suspicion, and mistrust, and insecurity. Love does not brag. It doesn't boast. In love, there's humility. In fact, humility is a key ingredient in love. A person who loves rejoices in the accomplishments of others and doesn't seek to have the attention and the focus on themselves. Love is not arrogant. There is no exaggerated sense of one's importance or one's opinion. Love is modest, moderate in the estimation of one's abilities and one's own opinions. Love does not act unbecomingly. A person who loves will try to do or say what is uplifting and encouraging to others and will treat others with dignity. Love does not take shots with cutting words or sarcastic or belittling comments. 
Love shows respect and love honors others. Love does not seek its own. A person who loves does not seek to fulfill his or her own needs first, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. A person who loves finds more joy in deferring to the needs of others. Love is not provoked. It does not become easily agitated, nor is it reactionary. A person who loves sees past the exterior and looks to what is beneath the surface, where frustration and pay lie, and responds accordingly. It understands that all behavior is a way of communicating, and love desires to know what a person is ultimately trying to say, and makes it her mission to find out in order to make a meaningful connection with that person. Love does not take into account a wrong suffered, because one who loves does not keep score and there are, when there are disagreements and does not keep track of past offenses. Father Zacharias once said, We need to learn to bear a little bit of pain without reaction and simply say, O oh Lord, comfort me. Love does not rejoice in unrighteousness. It rejoices with the truth, that which is virtuous, that which is upright, honest, honorable, and noble. Love bears all things, it believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. My dear people, let this definition of love by St. Paul be the ultimate criteria set for you when it comes to knowing whether or not love abides in your heart. There is no other set of criteria under the sun that will be as accurate or true to our understanding and the meaning of love as this. You may remember I once shared with you some words from Zacharias who reminds us that our entire struggle in this life is aimed at discovering our deep heart because that is the place where God manifests himself in us. The deep heart being the place where God manifests himself is a place where we ultimately discover and learn how to love in the way in which St. Paul defines. Father Zacharias goes on and says, Above all, we aim to uproot the passion of pride within us, because this is the passion which buries the heart, leaving us feeling as if no longer we even have a heart. Pride renders us loveless, and when we are incapable of loving others or receiving love, we experience a heavy and suffering heart ourselves. This is when we turn to the things of this world for comfort, which of course never work, but only offer us a temporary numbing to dull the pain that will ultimately return or to fill a void that can never be filled. St. Silouan says, Pride stops us from loving. Father Zacharias continues, Indeed, true love proceeds from humility, for the humble man has room in his heart for God and for his fellow man. In other words, humility opens the door of our heart to receive the love that God so graciously desires to bestow on us. Humility clears out space in our heart and prepares the chamber of our heart to be filled with the love of God. He continues by saying, As long as we are proud, we will be separated from our heart. 
We will live only according to our little minds, totally missing the ultimate purpose of our coming into this life, and will end up as dry leaves blown about aimlessly by the wind. This is a very sad and desolate state to exist in. If, however, we succeed in finding our deep heart, then our mind will drop anchor not only in the heart, but also in the depths of heaven, where our life is hid with Christ and God, and God will come and make his abode in us. This is when we acquire that peace from above. The tracks on which to travel that lead us to the deep heart have two rails, humility and gratitude. If we desire to have a heart full of love, and if we desire to have peace in our heart, even in the midst of difficulties, then we must pray that our Lord fills us with humility. This needs to be a daily and fervent petition. We also need to humble ourselves at every opportunity. We have many opportunities a day to humble ourselves. To need to ask God to help us is our goal. And to see when these opportunities arise that we take full advantage of them. Likewise, every single day we must give thanks to God, expressing our deep gratitude for all that He has blessed us with throughout our life, even the most challenging of times. We need to remember that during very difficult and challenging moments, God is offering to prune those He loves so that we can bear more fruit. We don't grow the virtues as fruit without pruning. And pruning never feels good. I pray that all of you will make it your life goal to love as St. Paul defines it, not as the world defines it. Pray for humility every day. Express gratitude throughout the day. And forgive others their offenses so that your sins will be forgiven and your soul will be unburdened of all those offenses that you have done. I pray that the Lord will bless each and every one of you and keep each and every one of you under his love and protection and his care. Amen.